Hi everyone, welcome to the Physionic Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Nicholas Verhoeven. I'm a PhD student in molecular medicine and I hold my master's in exercise physiology, which is probably going to be the degree that I'm going to be most focused on on this podcast because this podcast is going to be centering around a video that I actually released uh, just yesterday which is titled, I ran an experiment on myself. And that uh, video was apparently pretty popular. Uh, I suppose it's somewhat clickbaity, not really, because I really did run an experiment on myself. Uh, And it relates to maintaining my muscle mass uh, using science, Uh, not drug science, but using just good old-fashioned programming and looking at uh, training uh, studies by Brad Schoenfeld and a few other uh, studies that have looked at what's kind of the minimal amount of work that you can do. Uh, This wasn't done by Schoenfeld specifically, but uh, done by another group that tried to look at the minimum amount of work that a person can do and still maintain their muscle mass. So over 10 months time, that's exactly what I did because of the whole situation that we're in. there, the gyms have been closed for, well, at least a part of that time. And uh, for the rest of that time, I was just working out in my apartment. So I went from lifting, doing, you know, squats, doing deadlifts, doing barbell rows, doing, you know, leg press, like a lot of things that you can really overload uh, your musculature extremely well. I went from that situation to immediately having uh, only a bench, which does not adjust very well and uh, my two sets of dumbbells. Uh, They're adjustable dumbbells, so they do go up really high in weight, but uh, I was limited to just that, and I had to work out in my apartment for the last 10 months. Now, for most of that time, I was just trying to maintain my muscle mass with this kind of hope that things would be uh, better and that the gyms would be open, but even when the gyms did open around my area, I still... Uh, decided that I'd rather uh, condense my time lifting and see if I could maintain my muscle mass that I'd built up over the years. So uh, that's what that particular video is on. And I'll have that linked if you're interested in checking it out. It's only like three or four minutes, but I essentially kind of describe what the experiment is and what my results are, which I guess I'll go ahead and tell you the results were really good. Uh, They went extremely well. Uh, I didn't lose any muscle mass. Uh, So and it was a pretty, I mean, when you, when by comparison to what I used to do, it's a massive downgrade in terms of the amount of work that I was doing. So it was, uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty impactful. Then on top of that, I also uh, ended up dropping about 20 pounds of weight uh, just because I was trying to uh, get myself leaner as well for about four months, four to five months of that, that time period. So Obviously, that's also going to introduce a factor. If I do really little amounts of work, do and I'm in a calorie deficit, and I'm in a energy deficit, and I'm losing body fat, which would be catabolic, uh, then am I still able to maintain my muscle mass? And uh, it turned out that yes, I was. So then I got an influx of different questions related to how I did it, and more specifics. Uh, So I decided to take kind of the the 10 people's questions and uh, answer them on this podcast. 
So if you're watching the podcast, um, I will have for e- I'll have the timestamps for each of the questions if you're interested in just skip to skipping to particular questions. And uh, these 10 individuals either posted under the, the video itself or they uh, posted in a post that I uh, threw out their community post where I asked if people had added questions. So these are going to be related to specifically that what I did, uh, how I was able to to maintain my physique, how long it's taken me to get to that physique so far, and uh, because obviously I want to continue to improve on it, and things of that nature. So how long it took me, the workload, uh, the experiment itself, uh, my hormones, uh, carbing up, because I do mention in the video that I'm going to be carbing up, which I I have been um, pretty much done, uh, ketosis and uh, some other things as well. So the first question was, uh, in the video I mentioned that I go from 20 sets a week to just six sets a week. So I'm cutting my volume, which is the total amount of work done, to one third of what it normally would be. And that's actually what that study that I cite uh, mentions, that young to middle-aged individuals can cut their volume to one third of what it used to be and still maintain their muscle mass. Now, of course, that was in uh, not in a calorie deficit. So what I was doing is a little bit riskier, actually considerably riskier, uh, but I still wanted to know if, if it would have that effect. So, uh, and this person was asking, okay, well, I mentioned 20 sets per week, but is that per workout? Is that per muscle group? Etc. Etc. So obviously, if it were per workout, that would imply that I only worked out once a week uh, for that 20 sets, and uh, that's not the case. So um, what I used to do before I actually did the experiment, which is reducing my my volume to one third of what it normally would be, and people can actually go even more drastic than that. I just didn't do that, um, but. What I was doing before is roughly 10 sets per major muscle group twice a week. So obviously 10 sets one one day and then 10 sets another day. Uh, I think for legs, which is the, the area that I'm trying to work on the most at the moment or have been for the last like uh, year, except I don't really count this 10 month period because I wasn't trying to gain muscle during that time period. Uh, it would have been a lot harder for me. So I just decided to maintain or drop body fat. So I'd say for about maybe nine months prior to the whole uh, gym shutdown, uh, I was trying to build into my muscular, build musculature in into my legs. So during those times, I was usually going to the gym three times a week to hit my lower body, um, and I was doing more than twenty sets. It was probably around twenty. Five or 26 sets, something like that, for my lower body and about 20 sets for my upper body. And that's for all the major muscle groups. Uh, for my arms, I didn't do a whole lot. I just did uh, six sets, and that was pre-experiment or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so twice a week for upper body, three times a week for lower body, um, and that was roughly for the major muscle groups. But overall, it led to about 20 on kind of usually about 20 sets per week to about 26 sets per week. So even my six sets that I ended up doing for the experiment was even lower than a third of of my volume, at least for my legs. Uh, So hopefully that answers that question. A question, the person asked uh, question number two, did my TDEE go down during cutting? 
Uh, they also asked, did I reverse diet? Uh, my TDEE is a total daily energy expenditure, which is my total metabolism. And uh, yes, it did. Uh, mainly because I started out my my uh, my cut, my calorie deficit, my fat loss phase. All those are synonymous um, with a about 600 to 700 calories. I wanted to go straight into it, you know, pretty heftily. So I went down to about 700 calories off of my TDEE, so 700 calorie deficit. And uh, then from there, I just kind of rode that for a while. And then eventually uh, my fat loss started to, to wane, started to decrease. And eventually I had to continue to drop it, which is expected. That's always going to happen. So yes, my TDE did uh, decrease merely because I know that for a fact, uh, because I stopped losing body fat. So I did drop my calories further and that spurred my body fat once, once again. Uh, did I reverse diet? Uh, reverse dieting, if you're not familiar with what that is, uh, that is the concept of essentially reintroducing calories little by little, maybe 100 calories or 50 calories per week or every two weeks, and you continue to do that until you get to your TDEE, um, to your total metabolism. And that was introduced by, I believe, uh, Lane Norton. Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I've... I have asked multiple professors about kind of the mechanisms for why that might be the, for why reverse dieting may be a thing. Uh, I have yet to receive a satisfactory answer. Uh, nobody seems to be able to give me some sort of real uh, biological rationale for it. Um, so I've been relatively unconvinced that it actually is a thing that needs to happen. Obviously, when you go back up to your maintenance calories, you have to understand that because you are lighter weight, you are moving less mass, therefore, uh, and you may have hormonal changes and whatnot, which I'll go into in just a little bit. Um, you may have some hormonal changes that can decrease your total metabolism. Some of those hormonal changes will rebound um, and go back to normal. Obviously, the, the length of that time can, can vary, uh, but also because you're moving less mass, your total metabolism is going to be decreased regardless. Even when you're done losing body fat, you still have to chop off maybe 100 calories or 200 calories off of your previous total metabolism say you lost, before you lost 20 pounds, before I lost 20 pounds, it was at a set amount. And then after I lost 20 pounds, I have to decrease it by about 100 calories to make up for that. Otherwise, you start being in a calorie surplus. So did I reverse diet? Short answer, no, I didn't. Uh, I haven't in the past, and uh, it's turned out perfectly fine. I've, I weigh myself continuously every single week uh, so that I have all the information. And uh, what I find is that uh, it takes me a while to start feeling more like myself, but beyond that, um, in terms of my weight, it jumps up maybe four or five pounds, um, and that's normal. That's going to happen to every every person because their glycogen stores get replenished, and uh, then from there, it's usually a pretty easy creeping back up. As a matter of fact, sometimes I have to introduce a little bit more calories than what I'd thought. Uh, because I'm not gaining any weight. So, no, I didn't reverse diet. Question number three is uh, when I said, I said in the video that I carved up, uh, was I in ketosis? Uh, the answer is no, I was not in ketosis. Uh, I did fast, so I was using fasting um, 
a fasting protocol, uh, which was pretty severe, I suppose. Um, it was, let's see, 20 hours fasting. So I just fasted throughout the entire day, or throughout the night, uh, throughout the entire day until about uh, 5 or 6 p.m. And then I would just gorge myself on a specific a set amount of calories that I had put aside for myself. And then I would go to bed and then just repeat. Um, so it was kind of like OMAD, but it was like a two to three, four hour window where I could eat uh, what I needed to eat. Um, so was I in ketosis from that 20 hours of fasting? The answer is no, I was not. Uh, when when I meant carb up, anytime you are in calorie deficit for an extended period of time, your glycogen levels are going to decrease. Uh, maybe not as much as if you were to just outright fast, uh, then your glycogen levels will, will decrease even more. Uh, but because I was carb depleted, because I consumed far fewer carbohydrates than I normally would, uh, you know, if you're cutting at, let's say, 12, a 1,200 calorie deficit uh, to then you're going to have far fewer carbohydrates. So once you reintroduce, let's say, 1,100 of those calories, a lot of that is carbohydrates. So that fills up your, your musculature and your liver. So yes, that's where that, that kind of four to five pound jump in weight comes from, the carbohydrates plus the water that comes in with it. So uh, no, I was not in ketosis. Question number four, uh, did I lose strength? The answer is uh, very slight. I... On the three sets that I was doing, so let's say for, I, I don't do barbell bench press. Uh, it's kind of fun from time to time, but I, I really like doing dumbbell bench press in general. So I just stuck to that. Uh, so it's just one example of something that I can actually measure from before the experiment to during the experiment, which is dumbbell bench press. Um, I was doing uh, my dumbbell press for three sets of 12 repetitions, uh, let's say just for one of my cycles, uh, I'm talking about like a micro cycle. Uh, so three sets, 12 repetitions, and I would do those for straight sets, right? So one set would be 12, then the next set, 12, etc. cetera. Uh, third set, 12. Um, and what I found is that the first two sets I could do for 12 repetitions, and the last set sometimes uh, I could only do for 11 repetitions. So I lost a rep on my very last set. Um, not the end of the world. Uh, I, I'll be retesting that specific, th specific thing, I think, next week. And at that point, I've been uh, out of my diet for about, I don't know, like two, a few weeks. So I guess I'll see if I've kind of, if I'm able to kind of get that, that strength back, that, that last repetition. It's not the end of the world by any means. Uh, question five, uh, how severe was the calorie deficit? Uh, well, like I said, at the beginning, it was around 700 calorie deficit. Um, at the end, I ended up with a, f well, I wanted, mm, I guess that's not, well, it was 1,400 calorie deficit near the end. I have a pretty high maintenance calories. I'm 6'6", six, six, uh, so I'm a big person. Uh, and I, ha I have a decent amount of musculature. So that all kind of adds up to having pretty high uh, maintenance calories. So I cut 1,400 calories off of that by the end of it. However, I did give myself, if I needed on the weekend, uh, one day on the weekend, I would go up to my maintenance. So that cuts into my uh, 1,400 calorie deficit every day. It's, I would 
eat 1400 calories uh, for six days out of the week and then have no deficit for one of the days out of the week. So it's calorie cycling essentially. Um, so that's, that's another thing that, that, that I sometimes implemented. Uh, so yes, the severity sort of increased kind of linearly as I was going further into this deficit. I also, the reason why I said in the video it's four to five months that I was cutting, it's not entirely uh, precise, is because uh, I took, I had like a three-week break where I completely didn't, like I went straight up to my maintenance calories and I didn't uh, cut at all during those three weeks. Um, that was a huge psychological benefit, obviously it helped me with my hormones and things like that. So that, that kind of throws a wrench into the idea of like, so really I was cutting for around four months, uh, not necessarily five, although I started technically five months ago. Uh, how much protein? I always hit 200 grams of protein. That was non-negotiable every day. Uh, did I take my sets to failure? is all within the, the question five. Uh, did I take my sets to failure? Uh, usually I have a goal. I, I know, you know, how much my body can handle in terms of like how many reps I can pull off. Um, so like the dumbbell bench press, uh, right? It, in that situation, I know I'm going to be hitting 12 reps at this particular weight. So, and that's going to bring me incredibly near failure. Like Definitely within one rep of failure. I'll say that. Uh, so do I take all my sets to failure? No, but pretty close, like always within one rep. Um, if I don't, then I move up the weight. Uh, how long have I been training? Uh, 11 years. 11 years. Not well, all 11 years, I can tell you that much. I was an idiot at the very beginning. I was an absolute moron. Uh, maybe some people might consider me still a moron, but uh, definitely at those times when I first started, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. Uh, I just went ham in the gym, and for two and a half years, I destroyed myself. Uh, I went to the gym every other day, and I would do like I just explained to you that I was doing roughly twenty sets uh, before you know now when I was you know, pre-experiment, uh, when I was starting out for two and a half years straight, I didn't skip a single day in the gym. And I, I think I was doing, yeah, I was doing around 12 to 15 sets per workout every other day, no exceptions. So there were some weeks where I was doing four workouts a week at conservatively 12 sets per workout. So what is that? 48 sets uh, to anywhere within 50 or 60 sets a week. Uh, did it help me grow? Absolutely. I blew up. I mean, I obviously newbie gains are massively a part of it. Uh, and it's, uh, but was it the, the, the most intelligent programming? No, it was moronic. It was absolutely stupid. Um, now I make, I make uh, great gains. Well, for a, a more a more advanced athlete, or not athlete, but a trainee, uh, by doing half of the amount of work. So I just train smarter. I train more intelligently. I just apply the science that I've learned. And uh, through my degree and also just through 
uh, trial and error and also through reading many, many, many studies and obviously following people in the exercise science community. Um, and you can do, you can reach that level of success with less work, uh, mainly because I wasn't recovering very well. Uh, I was just destroying myself. And if that's the way you want to go, that's fine. But uh, you will probably get injured. I had many minor injuries, uh, nothing ever major, which I'm really thankful for. But uh, yeah, so it's been about 11 years and I have never stopped. It's just been a continuous journey for 11 years, two and a half years where I didn't take any deloads. I was, like I said, I was just destroying myself. And then after that, uh, I got more intelligent I got smarter with it, but it's still, you know, it was a huge learning process. And, uh, but I, I did scale things back a little bit, uh, try to get a little smarter with my time and things like that. Uh, do I recommend calisthenics? That's question number seven. Uh, sure. I mean, you can, you can definitely make great progress on calisthenics. If you're talking about specifically in the context of this experiment, going from lifting, let's say in a gym, doing deadlifts, barbell rows, all that stuff. And then you switch to calisthenics. I mean, will you lose strength? Uh, there's a good chance. Uh, unless you really know what you're doing. Like you can overload in a similar fashion than you could with uh, using all that equipment, you know, barbells and 300 pounds, 400 pounds, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, do I recommend them? Yeah, definitely. But if it's for this particular uh, exercise, this particular like lowering your volume uh, to see if you can maintain your muscle, that's difficult to do. I don't think it's impossible, uh, but it's really difficult to do. You would have to really know what you're doing uh, when it comes to that. Uh, question eight, did I calorie restrict for longevity? I guess that's kind of within the scope of this. Uh, no, I don't calorie restrict for longevity. Uh, I calorie restrict to look good. That's it. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I, I feel good, obviously. And it's kind of a, it, it's, it's a nice thing to do uh, because you also, I mean, you obviously look good. You gain some confidence, but you're also, it's a test, right? You're testing yourself. You're seeing, hey, you know, I gained this muscle. I want to expose it. And the only way I can do that is by steadfast, work on myself to to kind of essentially kind of in a minor way suffer and be hungry and that's why i implement fasting because it helps me with that uh and get to to the point where i feel good where i feel like i want to be aesthetically uh so yeah so no i don't do it for longevity although that's that's a perk but i think for longe for real longevity it, i would have to calorie restrict for well for much longer than i do uh so yeah uh did i have side effects of dieting yeah definitely you start feeling really lethargic this happens every single time i diet uh, this is not the leanest that i've ever been uh I got leaner by about five pounds, six pounds, uh, maybe last year or the year before. And uh, the side effects were real though. I, I, you definitely feel lethargic. You don't feel as sharp. You feel incredibly lazy. Like you have to make a mental note to, to, to think, okay, get up, 
walk over here, do this thing. You have to do this thing. Uh, it's, it's a lot less of this like bouncy energy that you just kind of jump up. Okay, I'm going to go do that. But once you car back up and you start eating more, you do notice that energy uh, level start to come back up. And uh, another side effect is, I mean, your sex drive drops. For me, it, it, it literally is zero. Just goes away. Just vanishes. I mean, within like the first few weeks to maybe like a month or two, it's okay. And then it just like, once you get really severe, like once I was cutting at like a thousand calories under and down to 1200, down to 1400 calories under my maintenance, my sex drive is non-existent. Um, I was like a zombie <laughs> essentially. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's not fun, but Again, to, to, to me, it is definitely a psychological, like I'm, I'm battling against myself. I'm improving myself. And the last question is, did I check my hormone levels? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I do check my hormone levels every year. Uh, last year, I checked my hormone levels. I, well, maybe it was the year before I checked my hormone levels right after I had gotten pretty lean. And there was no abnormalities whatsoever. So everything was the same. Uh, I was, I don't, I didn't check my testosterone at that time. I had checked my testosterone last year and my testosterone was perfectly fine. Uh, but that was not during a uh, dieting phase or a fat loss phase. So I imagine though, however, if because of how lean I got for me, obviously I'm not talking like bodybuilding level, uh, but for me, uh, if I check my testosterone levels, I do feel they probably would have suffered, uh, at that time. And maybe even this time, even though I didn't get super, super lean or anything. But, uh, I think that because of such a severe deficit, you are going to start uh, seeing effects on, on testosterone and the fact that I was implementing fasting as well. Okay, well, that, those are the questions that I had. Hopefully you find that informative. Hopefully I was able to answer, kind of uh, get some information to you. Um, I'm actually working, I haven't really told a whole bunch of people about this, uh, except for people on Instagram uh, know about this, but uh, I've, I'm actually working on a fat loss course, uh, fat loss and muscle growth course. At, it's gonna be combined into one. Uh, just because I don't want to have to separate out based on what people want. I'd just rather give people all the information in one course. It's going to be a behemoth of a course. I've already got it laid out. Everything's laid out. Uh, I'm writing all the scripts now. It's going to take me months and months to, to actually write it all out, shoot it, record it, all that stuff. So uh, you're going to have to bear with me, but it is going to be a behemoth of a course. It's going to have it's going to have half of the course is going to be all step-by-step -step information where I literally walk, like just walk you through the process. Uh, I'm holding your hand throughout the entire process. And the other half of the course will be something unique, which is something that Physionic has always prided itself on. I'm talking about Physionic as if it's something other than me at this point. It's not. Uh, but... Uh, it will include a really heavy science education on what's happening to your body. 
including metabolism, including hunger hormones, including, well, endocrinology, hormones in general, uh, including what causes fat loss, like how we can think about calories, you know, all, you know, more advanced nutrition tips. Like it's, it's going to be, I'm telling you, the behemoth, the master program that is going to not only walk you step by step, but also educate you to the highest degree on what is actually happening to your body. And it does cover fasting, it covers ketosis, it covers all these different things. I wanna be as inclusive as possible uh, on it. So it's gonna be a long time before it comes out, but when it does, uh, be sure to, to look out for it. All right, well, uh, thanks again for stopping by and I'll catch you in the next one. See ya.